Santos's kick is lined up. That kick is good. He got it. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another Arrowheads Abroad podcast with myself, Brad Simcox, Mr. England himself, Tom Childs, and this week we have our very own Dave Barnett back to keep an eye on myself and Tom. How's it going, lads? Hey, guess what? It's coming home, isn't it? It's coming home. (laughs) (laughs) Dave, you stole his line. Sorry. It's coming home, yeah. No, no, I don't mind. I don't mind. It's on everybody's lips because whenever you pop into work now, you know, everybody's going up to each other going, guess what? It's coming on. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of that going on at the minute. What does Mr. England mean? Mr. England? It's a bit like David Beckham, isn't it? It's a bit like, uh, you know, Mr. England. Do you ever watch TV show This Is England? He's basically saying, do you never watch it? God, I hated everybody on it, so you'd fit right in. <laughs> but what's, what, what do they look like? What's, what's the stereotypical just, just Mr. Look it up on, you've, you've got Google. Have a look. I could see you fitting in right in with that crowd. Okay, you carry on talking, and I'm going to set out my own abuse uh, on Google. How was the finger, Tom? How was the finger? Um, Big. Big? (laughs) Yeah, it's... um, Your little finger's bigger than your your thumb now, is it? My ring finger on my right hand is significantly bigger than my ring finger on my left hand. Ladies. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Why is that? Yeah. Yeah, because when England score goals on on penalties, I act like an idiot for 10, 11, 12, 13, 15 years and <laughs> just go mental. But yeah, you know. Tables, Is it like an out of, out of body experience kind of thing with you? Yes, 100%. So 100%. as soon as England score, you are not Tom. You're not nighty nighty Tom. You are just suddenly just some kind of hooligan. I wouldn't say hooligan, but yes, I've become a different person. I explained this when I was in Kansas City. I was talking to someone about the difference in celebrations between touchdowns and goals. Yeah. And because goals are more spontaneous than, say, a touchdown, um, I think the reaction is more natural when it comes to a a goal from football. So, um, More natural? How do you mean? You mean there's, like, is, is, there's an instant... Yeah, cause euphoria kind of thing. Yeah, because it's simultaneous, uh, spontaneous rather. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so you don't know it's happening, then it's there, isn't it? The goal's there. It's, it's in the back end. Goals are nothing, just... isn't it, Brad? You know what you mean? Exactly. Where <laughs> touchdown, if you've got, if I've you've heard got phrase a... touchdown out of nothing, don't think you have. Exactly. Yeah, good if point. Got, yeah. If you've got the ball on the one yard line, you know that in 10, 12 seconds time, a touchdown's happening. Yeah. Where if Matey Boyd just picks up the ball and has a a shot from twenty five yards out and it flies in the top corner. What are you going to go more crazy about? Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. So yeah, I, I just, I just tend to lose myself for a few seconds, and people and objects get thrown and picked up. So yeah, I turn into a moron. And you failed to tell me this <laughs> just before we went to Kansas City. Minute. You, you, you failed to tell me this before we went to Kansas City, and I stood next to you in Arrowhead. Yeah, but I was fine in Arrowhead. I was absolutely fine. Like yeah. I said before, it's, it's, it's expected, isn't it? So it's a different type of celebration. Where had we gone to an England game, maybe let's let's say we went to the World Cup together, I probably would have thrown you, I would have probably thrown you about four or five rows in front. So. I'd never go to an England game with you, Tom. Never, <laughs> uh, never. 
I, I don't know if Dave, Dave would, would you? What, go to an England game with Tom? Go to Nick, yeah. I mean, I don't want to socialise with him, never mind go to an England game. So. <laughs> don't want broken fingers and broken arms and stuff either. Like Kansas City was bad enough. I was stuck with him for five days. Like. <laughs> yeah. That's what we feel for the next three years. <laughs> so, England, if you don't know, are in the semi-final of the World Cup and we're going to be playing against Croatia on Wednesday night at 7 o'clock which is 1 o'clock Kansas City time. Um, Good, quick what do you think, lads? Is it? Do you really honestly think it's coming home? Do you really think that Croatia are just going to step aside and let us get to the final? Can't say anything else now, can we? We're too far too far down the rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> too far down. Can't come back on it anymore. Um, like It was all supposed to be a joke at first because no one expected us to do anything and like we got to the semi-finals and now everyone's kind of looking at each other going, lads, it's actually coming home. I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's actually coming home. See, I, I do expect England to win on Wednesday. Um, I think England have probably got better as the tournament's gone on, and Croatia seem like they've got worse. And England are a younger team. Croatia are an older team. They've just played two hundred and twenty minutes, so I think that might come into it. I think terrible England... maths. Up. <laughs> terrible maths. Yeah. 120 plus 120. Yeah. It's 240. I said yeah. two lots of 120. You said 220 minutes. No, that I said like two, 220. Two, oh, no, I said 220. Sorry. Oh, we'll listen to that back. <laughs> yeah, something like 220. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> no, no. What are you sorry. talking about? <laughs> sorry, so, sorry, I skipped a word. Um, kind of important. It's <laughs> quite an important word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Dave, calm down. All right, Dave. Rachel Riley over there. I've not, I've not been on for a while. I've just, you know, I've, I've built up like a level of abuse that I feel like I need to dish out. So it's all getting released in, in one go. No, you see, I just feel, go on. I just feel like Croatia are old, older and are there to be had. I think England can run at this Croatian team. And if they do, I don't think they'll be able to live with us. I generally don't. I think England will win on Wednesday. Yeah. You see, I'm... You two are young pups, right? I've seen this before. Young. Yeah, you're I'm young. Thirty pups. next year. That's yeah, not young. that's young. That's still young, mate. You're still in your prime, unlike some others on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen this before in Italia ninety nineteen ninety. The whole country was exactly the same. It was on a high. It was bouncing because we were playing West Germany. Believe it or not, not Germany, West Germany. Um, and we got broken hearted. And I just hope it's just not going to be the same. I, I'm confident. I'm more confident against Croatia than I am against, or I, than I was against Colombia. But I'm still not. I'm not getting carried away yet. Yeah, but we got a uh, big, big guy Southgate leading the charge, aren't we? So we'll exactly. Be fine. And you had the expectation back then, where this team has already surpassed all expectations so whatever they do on Wednesday they're going to be seen as heroes and celebrated so yeah just embrace it Brad just enjoy it well I'm enjoying it I'm really enjoying it and and come game day I'm I'm pacing up and down and everything but I don't know just the build up I'm like no no just stay calm just stay I'm trying to trying to release my inner Gareth Southgate you know what I mean stay calm (laughs) just stay calm I can guarantee he won't be calm come Wednesday night (laughs) no chance yeah yeah, I, I, I just, yeah, I'm just, I'm just probably a little bit cautious because I've seen it all fall apart before. Um, so I don't want it to, I don't want it to be like that. But 
it wouldn't be amazing, wouldn't it? Oh, to actually be get to a final. It'd be <laughs> honestly, I think the country would shut down for a couple of days if it did actually yeah. happen. Yeah. But, like, honestly, I don't think no people know what... Like, we've had six weeks of sunshine. Yeah. And we won a World Cup. Uh, you'd think the apocalypse is coming, like, two days afterwards <laughs> or something. Like, you've had too much good stuff. Something bad's got to happen. Like, it'll happen. Like, it'll be the world's largest earthquake in, you know, Bradford or something. And everyone will be like, well, we saw it coming. It was bound to happen. It, do- it actually does feel like an apocalypse. Because, like you said, the-, the grass is brown here. And it's normally green the hell's going on it is it does feel like there's something special around the corner doesn't it but uh in scotland the the grass is actually still uh, green up there do you know that <laughs> is that because of the be jealousy honest, or um... it's it's no it's just the tears keeping it all uh <laughs> keeping it. it's a bold move that mate it's a bold move <laughs> it's a bold move isn't it it's a bold move <laughs> it's just let everyone else know that that view is not endorsed by me and tom and uh, please send all your complaints directly it's to the, brad it's, it's, yeah, that it's is just keeping the all the grass um, <laughs> on Twitter um, and on YouTube. So feel free to send all your comments well, in his direction. I, I am just responding, responding to um, Alan Morrison's. Uh, it's not really a question; it's more of a statement or a request. Please keep the show Scotland sensitive and talk about the gridiron, not England, easy route to the semi-finals. Thanks, guys. Is it an easy route? <laughs> He's going to have a sad ten minutes, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not being funny. He'd be lucky if he might have already switched if, off by now. Exactly, <laughs> and he'd be lucky if 90% of this podcast isn't talking about the World Cup. So, because if we look well, at the, I mean, Kansas it's, City it's, Chiefs it's, for news, there's nothing the there. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is the big news. Um, we'll move off the World Cup a little bit, shall we? We have to. I'm yeah. so excited. I know I'm excited as well, but we have to just park it. We just, you know, I'm sure it'll rear its ugly head later on. I'm sure Tom will t- start talking about Arsenal players later on in the show. But um, the there's some other big news that isn't NFL related or Chiefs related, which was um, I'm just sick of hearing about LeBron James at the minute. And this, oh, sorry, this I thought you were going to say Love Island. Mega move. Uh... Oh no, that is. Oh, God, oh, I'm going to talk about that. Love Island. God. No I would have thought it's your favourite show, mate. It's not mine, mate. What do you think about Megan? How do you feel about Megan? No, you're not. You're not. You're Meghan not up to date on it. No. I like Megan Markle. Does t- Tom know what I'm talking about? 100. <laughs> percent Knew it. I knew well, it. I'll go and get a cup of tea while you two talk about <laughs> yourself. <laughs> Real men watch Love Island. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah, apparently so. And listen to Taylor Swift. <laughs> but um, I I just wanted to get your view on the uh, the whole LeBron James thing because you you two are in your your basket netball thing, aren't you? Yeah, so it's a real it's a real way to get the people on board. That Brad calling it <laughs> basket, basket netball. Netball, yeah. <laughs> is is this a big deal? Is this a huge 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 deal? Is this like can you put it in terms of um, an NFL player going to another team? This How is big like is it? Tom Brady going to like the Cowboys yeah I'd say the, the Cowboys biggest market. Yeah. the biggest market cross conference so, yeah different conference and like historically famous team that have won championships in the past had lots of star players you know one of the most storied franchises in NBA history um, and you know like 
they've been bad for a few years now. Mm-hmm. We're on um, about the Lakers because I know that team, the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. Basically, since Kobe Bryant stopped being good, pretty much. Mm. Um, I know him. Yeah. So as a like, LA is not used to watching losing basketball, shall we say? Um, yeah. So yeah, that's it's a huge coup for them to to sign him um, because a lot of conventional thought was that he may stay in the Eastern Conference for a slightly easier time of it all. Yeah, um, right. Because obviously, y- your path goes through the the Warriors in the Western Conference if you want to yeah. even get to the finals. Um, whereas you. Your toughest opposition is probably the Celtics or the Seventy Sixers over the next few years in the in the Eastern Conference. So yeah, I think it's a big, big move, and it'll be interesting to see how it works out for him because I don't know, like, how good that team actually is going to like. They're, they're obviously they'll be a playoff team. They've got LeBron, and there's enough pieces around him, but. I don't know if they're good enough to to beat the likes of the Rockets or or the Warriors. They're yeah. not. They're just not. I think he's chosen market over rings and stat padding now. Um, I, I like. I love LeBron James. I really do. I think for me, he's certainly the greatest player that I've watched. I caught the tail end of Jordan's career, so I didn't really get to see Jordan in his prime. But with LeBron now, if he was going to go anywhere in the West to compete for titles, he should have gone to the Rockets and made, challenged the Warriors that way. I don't think he can challenge the Warriors in the West from Los Angeles. Um, like you said as well, if he really wanted a path to the finals, maybe the 76ers would have made more sense. Yeah. Um, I just think he saw the bright lights of LA and thought, right, let's see if I can get some players there to join him and it hasn't worked out the way he wanted it to so it's um, a money move it's a yeah it's a, I would say it's a brand move uh, that he thought might turn out a bit better in the basketball size than it had done in terms yeah, of signings so you've got but, Leonard yeah and Chris Paul there. potentially Paul George some some guys with him but that just hasn't materialised yet it looks like he might get Camilo Anthony but mm-hmm. that's that's nothing these days he's, mm, he's well five years it, ago so. maybe yeah but, exactly you know. yeah um, so I think LeBron's in terms of title chasing his years are probably over but now I think you'll see a LeBron more focused on stat padding and he will probably end up with the greatest stat sheet mm-hmm. of all time really mm-hmm. that good eh oh yeah 100% but yeah. stats doesn't mean everything remember stats don't mean everything I know you love a stat Brad but it doesn't I love a stat yeah I like, I like the sprint like stat how most, most important rings don't mean everything either that's true that's it's, true it's the combination helps. of the two yeah. for sure yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You need perspective whenever you look at any of these things because you don't look at the uh, you don't look at Tom Brady and go, "Oh, look, he's six times or five times better than Aaron Rodgers." You need to look at the complete package whenever evaluating something like this. Are you getting that? That you <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is better than Tom Brady. That's what he's trying to get. All oh, right, yeah, no, 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 but um, but it's a, it's not a simple argument, is it? Nothing's a not, simple argument. In sports. And we could go on all night, all day, yeah. and through it into the end of the next season, talking about yeah. that. Um, yeah. It's all quite subjective. A lot of these arguments, especially. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always that one that's uh, floating around. You know, who's better, Montana or Brady? There's always that, isn't there? And that always mm-hmm. rears its ugly head. Um, 
But anyway, we'll leave that there because we don't, we don't want to cause that issue. Um, the reason why we're talking about the football and basketball is because there's really not much Chiefs news going on at the minute. So we thought we'd give you um, a little bit of something to, to kind of, you know, tide us over this next month or so. Um, and I thought I'd ask you guys, which current Chiefs player do you think will miss out on the 53-man roster going into next season? Is there anybody in mind that you think mm, I'll I might go just first. miss out? D'Anthony Thomas. Yeah. Will be the oh, really? Yeah. I'm surprised. You think? Uh, I think D'Anthony Thomas's stats or um, days in Kansas City are numbered because really? receptions don't seem to be going anywhere. Um, Twenty-three in year one, then seventeen, seven, and fourteen. Okay, so an, av- an average there of around say fifteen, sixteen, but. The thing that sticks out to me is in returns. He's not doing it in the return game anymore like he used to. It's slowly but surely the numbers are going down. He's not returning punts. He's not taking kickoffs aren't going as, as well as they were before. I just think with this new offense and with the weapons we've got at receiver, I just think his days are numbered. I really do. Really? Interesting mm. one, that. I didn't think you were going to say that. Yeah, I I was tempted to say another player, but I'll leave if you see if you guys say it first. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anthony well, Thomas. We'll I, let, I don't think we'll he'll let be Dave in the go next. We'll let get Dave will, uh, uh, Frank Zombo. That was my other one. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was He's my other one. Done for me with where the the direction the Chiefs went in the in the draft. Um, I can't see them carrying Zombo next year. Um, I just think he doesn't. He's not terrible. He's just not particularly good at anything. Has he hit his ceiling? Is that what you're saying? Well, he's one of those guys. Like he's a decent backup and solid special teams player. But now he's old as well, mm-hmm. and it's just. I think you can find like with the well, I say you can usually get guys cheaper and younger that do that can fill a similar role mm-hmm. um, and with the direction the Chiefs went in in the draft you know all defence pretty much it's just yeah for me I think that's that's the end of Zombo I would say you just can't I can't think of a single play in the last year or two where Frank, Frank Zombo's made like a real impact he's been a body I can he's think been of one there. where he made a real impact when he got blocked by James Winston oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, he did. Not oh, James God, yeah, Marcus Mariota. Sorry, yeah. take it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did. Uh, and God, was, yeah. we lost the playoff game. Yeah, but oh, let's, Dave, let's not talk about that playoff game. <laughs> Stop it. But that that says everything you need to know that that's the one yeah. play, that I, the only play I can remember yeah. Frank Zombo from. from yeah, the if you go, through, if, you go through the, if you go through the if you go through the defense as a whole, we won't say it in name them, but every single player you can think of a play. At least a play where you go, oh, he made a good yeah. play on the ball. I am racking my he, brain here, and I genuinely cannot think of a single play of Frank Zombo, which mm-hmm. says it all to me. Like at least like Breland speaks, we can we remember the play where he landed on the ball and give the camera away. Even he hasn't even played it down <laughs> for the Chiefs yet. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, I th- suppose you're right because I mean, you know, we've got rid of Ron Parker, haven't we? And he made quite a few plays as well. Yeah, he yeah. just um, didn't think that was a cap, his contract cap, cap yeah. casualty more than a yeah. You know, I think if we could have Ron Parker cheaper, 
then maybe you would have seen him stick around. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, as I say, like the, I, th- I think the one thing that became apparent in in the off season was that Chiefs were looking to get younger mm-hmm. on defense, and yeah, I say guys like Parker and Zombo and Harley are quite clearly the casualties of things like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, exactly. I've uh, I, I'm I'm still unsure about Spencer Ware at the minute. I don't know if the Chiefs will actually release him, but that knee at the minute. Uh, I know he's been training and all that kind of thing mm-hmm. to try and get ready for the new season, but the Chiefs must be really worried about it because they've signed a lot of running backs um, in preparation, just on the off chance that maybe he's, he might not make it back. Um, some people have mentioned that he might be going on the pup list or something. Um, I don't know. It's it, on the what? The what list? The pub. Uh huh. Yeah. What do you I think he said? said? The pub list. <laughs> pub list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go on the pub. Pub. That's no, me accent. <laughs> um, it was a toss up between him and West, but I think West might keep his place because of um, his his blocking ability. So, if Spencer wears healthy, do you think he keeps his job? I don't know. I seriously don't know. Um, plus, the other thing as well, he used to get concussed a lot, didn't he? When he was actually fit, he was getting concussed pretty much every other week. So he, he's had issues with with injury, but he's also played really well when he has. Oh, he's played brilliantly well, yeah. And let's has, not forget, uh, let's go, he was going into last season as the number one back. Yeah. Um, if it wasn't for his injury, Kareem Hunt isn't the superstar that he already is. Let's not yeah. forget that he, he might have got got to his levels eventually, but it might have taken a while. It might not have been to the second half of the season when he got to see more carries and actually start mm. to show the world what he can do. I like Spencer Ware. I like the four of them as a one-two, one-two punch with Kareem Hunt and then possibly keeping someone like West or one of the Williams as a, your third down guy, the one that yeah. comes in for protection. Um, yeah. I hope the Chiefs keep him. I really do want the Chiefs to keep him. Um, but again, if he's not healthy, then the Chiefs aren't in a position to be carrying players, which is mm-hmm. such a shame. I, I, I just I think they've got that insurance, haven't they, with Damien and, uh, and Kermit, Kerwin Williams. I need to call him Kermit. I think the guy you need to look out for is uh, Darrell Williams, the guy we signed yeah. from LSU, um, yeah. as the more likely out-and-out replacement for where should he not make the roster. Mm-hmm. Um, he was kind of like the backup to a couple of more illustrious guys at LSU. Um in Fanet and uh, the other guy, he was the guy that got drafted this year. His name's slipped my mind. Oh, um, uh, Bryce. Was it? Was it? Yes, it was. Yeah. No, yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, Grice. Um. So yeah, he was kind of the change of pace back for those two guys. Um. Mm-hmm. He averaged something like five and a bit yards of carry as well um he's a you know a nice change of pace at lsu and uh there was thoughts that he might have gone late mm-hmm. in the draft sort of fifth sixth round and he ended up going undrafted and i don't know i think like the chiefs seem to go hard after him so it'd be interesting yeah. to see like if where isn't healthy yeah. whether he might take on that role as a change of pace 
mm-hmm. guy for Hunt because I think like Damien Williams um, and West are probably the competing for the same spot. Um, mm-hmm. I think it'd be one of those two guys. Um, right. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, on the flip side of that, Connor Kelly's actually asked uh, a month to the preseason game one. God, I can't believe it's just around the corner. A uh, little over three weeks to training camp. Who are the players you're watching out uh, to try and play their way into the roster? So Dave's obviously mentioned there that you know the, there's, there could be a bit of a battle going on in the running backs. Um, is there anybody else that you can kind of think, yeah, they might they might play themselves into the roster spot if it's um it basically said non start non starters, backups, um or starting roles kind of thing. Um is there anybody that you think, yeah, they're gonna really kind of force the way into it this year? I think Conley's one to look out for after his Conley. injury last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's obvious who the the two main guys are at receiver, you know, Watkins and Hill. They're they're the two starters. They're mm. they're the guys that are gonna be on the field, you know, as much as humanly possible. But yeah. Especially in the you know, the style of offense you've seen the Chiefs run the last couple years especially. Um, there's a lot of three receiver sets. So yeah. there's there's a third receiver spot for someone and Demarcus Robinson got his chance at times last year and didn't really seem to, to take it. And I don't know, like I really like Chris Conley. I think he does a lot of the dirty, grubby, horrible stuff that a lot of the receivers yeah, don't does. like to do. Um, has usually extremely reliable hands, and when you've got guys like Watkins and Hill that will just, you know, terrify defenses stretching them down the field to have a guy like Conley that will do all the dirty stuff underneath I yeah. think he could be a nice compliment to those two guys yeah exactly right, it's funny you mentioned Demarcus Robinson because uh, anybody who follows me on the YouTube channel will notice that I do some of the hype videos as well and all of the Patrick Mahomes hype videos I've been doing yes I've been making some as well don't worry <laughs> um, the, the passes that he's throwing to it's always the same receiver. It's always Demarcus Robinson, um, and it's it's glaringly obvious that that Patrick Mahomes loves to throw it to that guy because he keeps the play alive as well. You know that's that's another thing that Demarcus Robinson does. He doesn't just finish the route; he carries on going as well, and, and he he makes space for his for his quarterback. So I think he's going to have a he's going to have a chance at some point during the season, and we're going to think, wow, this this you know this guy's going to. He's, you know, he's he's kind of like a missing link that we need. I don't get it. No, I'm sorry. No, I just don't. Um, okay, he's shown a flash every now and then, but I just don't get your love for Demarcus Robinson. Demarcus Robinson. I I entirely understand what Dave is saying with Chris Connolly because Chris Connolly was balling out last year before he got injured. Um, yeah. but. The, we've had this conversation off air so many times now, Brad. There's Demarcus <laughs> Robinson, I don't, I don't see the fascination with him. He's had plenty of opportunities to shine, especially when Conley went down last year and produced very little with with Alex Smith. Okay, he's had the off flash play with Pat Mahomes, but no, I just I don't see it. One guy I'm looking at myself is um, Armani Watts. He's a guy that I want to come in and try and be a 
a day one star if he can. Um, yeah. There's there's some a few players back there at safety that all want to be involved. Um, I just hope that he's the one that comes out and says, right, this is my this is my position. I'm having it. Let let him play with Eric Berry. He's he's played his full full years at A and M, but apparently they loved him down there. Apparently he was a leader. Um, by all by for what I've read and what I've seen, he does the right things. Like he's, he needs to work on his tackling a little bit, but for the most part, it seems like he's going to be a good enough player. Lots of people have said that we got the steal of of day two in in that draft with that draft pick. Yeah. Was it day day three? I can't remember which one which day it was. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm hoping that Armani Watts is the guy that comes in and says, right, I'm having this position. I'm a day one star, and I'm going to make an impact immediately. I'd say there's one more guy as well, another guy that we drafted this year that uh, I'd like to see on the field early is um, Dorian O'Daniel, mm. the guy we drafted mm. from Clemson. Um, he's a bit of a tweener. He's not like big for a linebacker, and he's probably a bit too big and not quite fast enough as a safety. But with what the Chiefs like to do on defense, and they have, you know, what they tried to do with guys like Dan Sorensen at times when he wasn't in an, you know, an everyday starting role, where they'll come in in certain packages and look to take advantage of the skill set. And I think. He could be a really nice addition um, because he seems to me like the type that all you know he just he just flies all over the field and yeah he'll he'll make big splash plays and I think you know while he's not gonna be a starter straight off the bat I think he certainly can make a big contribution early. That's what I like about this defense and everyone's saying that they're going to be worse because they were the 28th ranked pass defense last year and they're still going to be a terrible defense. I don't I completely disagree with that. I think the Chiefs have recognized that they needed to add speed to this defense and have done it in a big big way. It looks um, different, doesn't it? Yeah, very I've, much different. I, and with this defense, they only have to be average. If the Chiefs offense is going to perform to the level that we're expecting it to with all the weapons that we have, we only need an average defense. Before in the past, we've either had an elite defense and a terrible offense, or a, an elite offense and a terrible defense. We just need average play out of this D, and I think when you've got speed in the D, you can succumb to maybe some technical, um, or you can bypass some technical difficulties that the defense have. So I think speed will make up for a lot of our um, miscues, as it were. And I think the Chiefs' defense is going to be okay. I'm, I'm quite excited about it myself. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Very yeah, especially after, especially after last year, after getting ourselves so hyped up about Benny Logan. Like, do you remember Seth coming on here and talking about Benny Logan and how yeah. it was going to make all the difference? And this Chiefs run defense was going to be incredible. When it turned out, the Chiefs run defense was terrible, and the pass defense was even worse. I just, I just feel like this year, and I'm hoping it's going to be a little bit different. And just, just be average. Just please be average. That's all we need is average. Anything more than average. Raglan was the bright spark, though, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a bright spark, and now we've got Hitchens next to him, who seems like he's going to be okay. Um, we've added that guy, the defensive tackle. I can't remember his name. The one, oh Nad, Nadi. People are saying he's going to be good. Like, oh yeah, just just be average, and then the offense will will take over games. And if we can get half decent play out of our defense, then this team should win 11, 12, 13 games. Mm-hmm. And that's how confident I am in this offense. Really. 
it yeah. doesn't get it doesn't seem to be getting much love at the minute, does it? The, the defense from the media. It's uh, it's all about the offense. It's all about Patrick Mahomes, but it, it and it's just going to go about its work, isn't it? As, as the defense, it's just going to just just it's. I think it's just going to be this kind of like dark horse um, part of the team that we you know, we're overlooking, and I think it's just going to get get it together on game day. But if if you're a national guy, a national media guy, all you read is 28th ranked defense. Oh, they lost Eric Johnson. Yeah, he was really good. As far as yeah. I'm concerned, Tampa Harley was a really good player. They probably still think they are really good players because they don't show the attention to the Chiefs that which we do. And yeah. so everyone else in national media is going, "Oh, Christ! That's, they've had some really big losses there in Tampa Harley and DJ." When me, you, us three, we all know that they're not huge losses. They're not the losses that mm-hmm. we thought that they think they will be. So from the outside, I see why people have this view. But if you actually look at it a bit closer, like we do, it's not all bad on the defense going into 2018. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Tamba Harley there uh, briefly. He's, he's been on um, the Good Morning Football show, hasn't he? Uh, talking about Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes. I'm not going to talk about Patrick Mahomes. We've done that to death. But um, there was a question from uh, Laura Robinson basically saying uh, Tamba Harley's doing his music at the moment, but there has been rumours about him maybe being uh, coming back as a Chiefs coach. Can you see that happening? Yeah, I, I think that's fair to say that he'll be a coach he clearly loves the team he's got a lot to teach people um, I remember I remember him was it showing Joey Bosa after a game that's quite a famous yeah. little clip when they had their little get together after a game yeah I would mind him back as a coach um, he's surely he's a better coach than he is no I'm not going to say that um, <laughs> <laughs> well yeah he's just, he just released his new album hasn't he Tamba Juice so he's, uh, he's, he's he's full on on his music at the minute but I, you just get that feeling that niggling feeling that he's he's still not ruled out the the coaching the coaching position at the Chiefs he, 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 he clearly still loves the whole football side of things of course of course you don't fall out of love with something just because you stop doing it for a little while um, he probably just needs to take some time away from it and I hope whatever he does decides to do, especially if it does get into coaching, I hope that if he's good enough that Kansas City is involved in one way or another. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. Dave's gone off to watch Love Island now. I think. No, I, I, is, just, is that what I, I had nothing, but I, I agree pretty much. Always kept his pants on. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, Megan. Oh, Megan. Who's Megan? I need, I need to check no, out who's Megan, do I? Don't get it, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. Well, it's been nice chatting with you, lads. And uh, guess what? It's coming out. It's coming on. <laughs> Maybe we can record a podcast if England win the World Cup. Um, obviously not on Sunday or Monday. Or Tuesday I was going to say, getting all of you on, on the Sunday or the Monday is going to be an absolute real chew, isn't it? Trying to get Run you up. up. I'll be easy to find. I'll be in a fountain at Trafalgar Square. <laughs> Hugging a lion or something. Yeah. <laughs> What are you going to be doing, Dave, on uh, on Wednesday? Are you watching it at home or are you going to the pub? Or what? Uh, Wednesday, I, I'm probably going to go into Manchester and watch it. There's going to be a big screen up in Manchester, so I'll probably go and watch it. Is there? Mm-hmm. Outdoor one, yeah? Outdoor yeah, event. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, d- Tom, have you found anybody to watch the football with you yet? <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I, I'm not short on friends. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I remember a, a, a text message coming. Uh, what was it? Is anybody around who can come and watch the football with me? Oh, yeah, no. I, I, had, I had terrible luck this. Was that a tweet? Or terrible luck. Yeah, yeah. Terrible <laughs> luck. <laughs> 
Yeah. A terrible lap because um, I didn't know luck was uh, an alternative word for friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, typically, everyone didn't think that England would do very well, so they all arranged holidays for last weekend. Ah, <laughs> so right. I was that's pretty lonely. That's what they yeah. told them. They were all in a pub. Yeah. Without <laughs> you, in fact, they oh were yeah, we're on holiday. <laughs> Just using the weather as a disguise for Spain. Yeah. <laughs> Look how beautiful it is. Oh, it's a shame you couldn't be here, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, just taking pictures of blue sky. Yeah. And yellow grass. Ah <laughs> oh, well, well, Tom whatever. Know you better. He'll think it's the beach. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever everyone's doing for the uh, for the football, hope you enjoy it. I, I just really hope England do it. I know everybody's thinking the same thing, and we've had some. We've had quite a lot of support from the. Uh, the Chiefs Kingdom over in America as well that have been sending us messages basically saying that they're, they're supporting us and hoping that England are going to do it. In fact, a lot of them are actually saying that England are going to do it. So they're, even they're confident, probably more confident than no what pressure. I am. No pressure, no pressure. So uh, come on, England. Uh, <laughs> just just, just do it, please. Please, lads. I've never seen you in a final before. Let's, let's mm. just do it. Um, so that's it for this week's Sour Heads Broad podcast. Um as always, you can get involved with the discussions on our Twitter page at KCChiefs underscore UK. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud to receive a new show as soon as it's available. So, from one kingdom to another... <laughs> you were going to do it, Tom. You said you were going to do it last week and you didn't. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I <laughs> <laughs> so, from one kingdom to another... It's coming home. <laughs>